Welcome everybody back to another wonderful episode of Tall and Taller. Uh, surprise episode today. Um, kind of want to get something out there um, before this Saturday. A big, bigger show this Saturday. We'll be talking a lot about the bigger um, University of Michigan news that came out this week. Uh, whether it's Matt White situation, Harbaugh versus NCAA um, updates, Blake Corum getting his car stolen. Um, a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm going to save that for when. Talk can be on here when Ben can be on here, and uh, we'll talk about that stuff Saturday. Um, also, Saturday, uh, tune in. Uh, we're gonna run a little, I guess, promo. Um, Saturday, um, we'll let you all know what it is. Saturday, uh, kind of just a way to give back to everyone that's watched things like that. Uh, but, um, today, uh, we're gonna cover. Uh, Michigan basketball versus Purdue tomorrow. Big game in at Chrysler Arena. Uh, number one Purdue coming into town. Michigan, hot and cold all season. Can't make up their mind how they want to play basketball. Some games they come out and look amazing. Some games they don't. Um, we'll look at the Detroit Red Wings a little bit too um, as they come up to their all-star break. We haven't really talked about them a lot this year, if at all, this, se- this season. Um, I would like to cover them a little bit. They're playing decent hockey. Um gonna have to play really good after the all-star break if they want to want to win uh not a win uh if they want to make the playoffs this season um but it's very very possible and then uh we'll talk about something that's a little bit old news but we never really got around to talk about it on here and i figured it'd be something good to add on um we'll talk about how comerica park um they're changing the dimensions of it the, the outfield walls um getting brought in lowered raised whatever uh, we'll talk about that a little bit at the end of the show um, probably be a quick show today. Um, just want to get you guys an episode out there. So um, let's get into it. We'll uh, we'll start with the University uh, Michigan basketball team. Juwan Howard and the boys playing tomorrow night at nine o'clock Eastern time. Uh, number one Purdue comes to town. Uh, big big game. Uh, this team Michigan. I mean, really somehow. They've played decent Big Ten play. Haven't had the strongest of schedules coming into Big Ten um, in the first eight games in the Big Ten that they played. Um, they're eleven and eight overall in the season, uh, and but the five and three in the Big Ten um, puts them a half a game back, a second place in the Big Ten. Um, Purdue eight and one, sitting at nineteen and one total all season. Um, Purdue's in first place in the Big Ten. Obviously, uh, it's 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 a big game, and I think it's a game. The Michigan can win. I I, I do. I, I don't think Purdue's unbeatable. Um, Zach Eady is a monster. I mean, the man's averaging 21.5 points a game, 13.2 rebounds a game. I mean, going to be tough to stop him. But uh, if, if Hunter Dickinson can, can stop him by himself, that's even better. But uh, even if we get him a little bit of help, whether it's Terrence Williams or – uh, even Will Cheddar. Will Cheddar's been playing very, very good, and I've actually liked the way that he's played this season. But we'll get into uh, into that. Um, Purdue in the last five games is 5-0. and uh, Beat Penn State, beat Nebraska, MSU, Minnesota, and Maryland. Michigan, 3-2. Uh, and two, Or 2-3, two and three, I'm sorry. Uh, lost to Michigan State last time we talked about Michigan basketball in here. I was very wrong on my prediction on that. Very bad game to watch. Uh, lost to Iowa and just a horrible showing. 
in Iowa City, in Iowa City, in uh, now I can't think where Iowa plays. Uh, sorry, guys. Uh, horrible showing there. Had the game in wraps up by four with very little time left. Foul and one three, got all four points, tied it, went to overtime. Uh, Pull off a really good win, I think, against Northwestern. Northwestern seems like a pretty decent team this year in the Big Ten. Uh, looking very well. And then we uh, lost at Maryland. Another bad showing by the Wolverines. Very bad showing. No offense. Um, truthfully, very little defense in that game. Also, I mean, that's kind of a running factor that we've seen this season. And then pulled out another win against Minnesota uh, just the other day, uh, Sunday. If you look at the team stats, um, the teams are actually, other than uh, points four, they're pretty tight. Um, each team scoring about 74 points a game. Um, now, this is where it comes into play. Purdue's defense is way better than Michigan. Michigan's giving up 10 more points than they are a game uh, at 69, and Purdue's only giving up 59. So, um, shooting everything else really across the board, though, it's not too too far off from the same. Um, we're going to have to rebound. That's that, one thing that's killed me this season about Michigan is they have not rebounded the football well at all. I'm sorry, not the football. I was watching football highlights earlier. Sorry, guys. Um, they haven't rebounded the basketball well at all this season. Um, they've been killed on the boards all season, which I, one thing I see, uh, I'm, I'm 6'8". I played center in high school. Um, I, I ask is I don't see anybody really but Hunter Dickinson crashing for the defensive rebound. Try to get an offensive rebound. Um Offensive rebounds are one of your biggest advantages if you can get them. I think you at least need two or three people to go try to get the basketball um, on the offensive side. But that's just one of my complaints. I've always been taught that um, to go after the basketball. Offensive rebounds are huge. Try to get those extra points. Um, that's going to be a very big key, though, for that game is if we can rebound. Um, if we can't rebound that Edie's going to kill us. Edie's going to eat us up inside, and this game will not not even be close. Um, good thing is Michigan's 8-2 eight and, uh, eight and two at home this season. Um, lost a very, very bad game to Central Michigan and uh, then lost a um, – lost one more to, I believe, it was – Virginia, yes, against Virginia. Um, I mean, so two good opponent, uh, one good opponent, one not very good opponent. Um, I, I want to just point out that since that Central Michigan game, we have seen a little bit more fight. Um, we'll look at this real quick for the game on Saturday or tomorrow night. I'm sorry. Um, let me pull something up here. So injuries wise, Jet Howard still day to day. Um, per Jawan Howard today, uh, came out during the game against Minnesota with the with an injury. Still day to day, we'll not find out if he's going to play or not. Probably until game time. Honestly, in my opinion, that's that's just kind of what I think, and I think that's what everybody uh, is looking into at this point. 
Um, I'm trying to. Jace Howard knows her, and somebody else says, "Oh, Yuslaw, uh, uh, the German kid." I'm sorry, guys. I don't remember. I can't think of his name right now. Um, let me pull this back up here. Um, pull the Purdue game up. Uh, Purdue's only a five-game favorite, five-point favorite. I think the crowd factor tomorrow. We're gonna need the Maze Rays. We're gonna need all the Wolverine fans out there are gonna have to be loud tomorrow. I, like I said, I think I think we have a very honestly a very good shot to win this game. Um, this team is just seemed to came to play when we played good teams, um, especially at Chrysler Arena. Um, Maze Raid's gonna be loud. It's just a big game, and I, I mean every everybody who's played any sport knows in big games, especially at home, you come, you're ready to go. There's, there, you don't need help. It's a prime time game, nine o'clock Eastern time. It's a prime time game. You don't, you don't got to worry about not being ready to go. I don't think, in my opinion, that crowd, crowd energy will help them there. Um, now, if I look at I wish I could pull up the Purdue side of things here. This Purdue team is, is pretty pretty well-rounded all the way around. I mean, they wouldn't be 19-1 if they weren't um, number one team in the country. But uh, like I said, field goal percentages, Michigan is point. Six less, um, getting out rebounded more by two, uh, out assisted by three. Um, all in all, to win this game tomorrow, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up real quick. Um, to win this game tomorrow, it's going to come down to a few things. I've talked about them a little bit, it's going to come down to well rounded play by everybody. Um, Big question with Jet being out. Well, Jet being hurt, is he going to play? Is he not? Shouldn't matter, in my opinion. Just there's enough talent on this basketball team where it shouldn't matter. Um, yes, a great player, probably and probably one of the most NBA ready players that we've had since uh, Trey Burke, Tim Hardaway Jr., Gun Robinson, and them players back in the Beeline era. Um, in my opinion, he's one of the. And, most NBA-ready freshman that I've seen since then. Uh, you're going to have to well-rounded play. Total round. Can't can't have turnovers. Can't be turning the ball with dumb turnovers. You're going to have to rebound the basketball. You cannot let Edie and everybody else get them, get offensive rebounds. Um, offensive rebounds have killed us all season, like I said. And it's frustrating to watch. It is. It really is. And especially when you're coming up against... Kid, I think 86 or 73, something like that. Um, I mean, he's he's averaging 5.3 offensive rebounds a game. So you gotta get him off off the boards. Cannot keep him on the boards. Um, if he stays on him, good luck, guys. Um, 
it's going to be a long night for the Wolverines. Um, finally, it seems like always something that even since the beeline days that we've done, and like I said, either kills us or makes us wonderful. But I think tomorrow night it's going to have to make us wonderful or it's going to hurt us. Um, obviously, it's going to hurt us. Is we're gonna have to we're gonna have to take and make the three point ball. Um, we we seem to every team seems to live and die by that that we've had over the past few years. And when it's going good, it, it goes very well. Like I mean, that's how we pulled off a big win against Maryland this earlier this season at home, um, the forty point win over them. Um. Then again, it's killed us like against Michigan State. Michigan State, we couldn't make a three-pointer to save our lives, let alone make a basket. I mean, that game was just rough to watch, even for Michigan State fans. If they say otherwise, they're just saying that because they won the basketball game. That game was a very rough game to watch if you're a basketball fan, period. Um, but uh, we'll see. I, I think I think it's a close game. Um, I do think Purdue uh, wins. I think they, they kind of win it towards the end of the game, free throws, things like that. That's where it'll come into T. Um, real quick, just thought about something else. Got to make your free throws, guys. This team, something with Beeline that I, I loved about Beeline's teams, they were so good at the free throw line usually. Usually they were. And this, this, this team's just been – Killing me to watch it. I mean, I, I, I'm so much for me to talk. I shot 50% from the free throw line in high school. It, it is what it is, though. It wasn't what I was. But, man, this team, you eat, Division One players, you got to make your free throws and you get them. And this team is just has not been there this season with free throws at the end of the game. The Iowa game, um, you, you make those free throws towards the end that we missed in, like, the last – two minutes of that game, three minutes of that game. We don't even have to worry about giving up that and one foul for a three. And we still win the basketball game. Um, but like I said, I think Purdue, Purdue, I think Purdue comes out on top. Purdue's on a roll. Uh, number one seed, num- number one team in the country. And uh, I think Purdue comes out up top by a score of 79, 60, Nine. Now the 79-69, I think they win by 10. Um, and uh, so they cover their spread. Um, we'll see, though. Should be a good game, I think, throughout the night, though. I don't think it'll be a blowout fashion game like um, maybe some people are expecting. But, again, it's at Chrysler Arena. Um, guys, I know, you, I know everyone in Michigan. Um, I know you all are up there in a snowstorm right now. But if you guys can't get out there, want to get out there, tickets are 10 bucks, uh, as low as $10 right now on Vivid Seats. Uh, no free ads, guys. Uh, um, they – so get out there and support the Wolverines, guys. Get out there. Get loud. Uh, be really cool to see on TV, see Christ Arena packed out tomorrow night and be loud. Uh, but, yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll uh we'll move on here 
get off the Michigan high horse for the night. Even though I know everyone loves talking about Michigan. I mean, I do too. We'll get on to the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, been kind of an up and down season. They're sitting at 2018 and eight. Um, kind of where they were at this time last season. I mean, they're sitting at six in the Atlantic division. But they're 13 points out from the playoffs. Um, well, at least of if you to get in the Atlantic Division playoffs part. Um, Non-wild card spot. Last night, big win, in my opinion, here to finish out before the All-Star break um, against San Jose. Overtime win. Michigan native uh, Andrew Kopp. That's the game winner in overtime. Uh, Huso, Huso played another great game in the net. Um, but I think this team, this team is on the verge of the Red Wings getting back to what they were. Um, when you lose as much as the Red Wings lost after uh, Daxuk, Lindstrom, uh, Zetterberg, all them players, Osgood, players like that leave it. The, the Detroit Red Wings went from having the best players in hockey to having some of the worst players in hockey on their team in little over a year. Um, I mean, as we've seen over the past few years, haven't made the playoffs in seven straight years, six straight years, which isn't 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 normal after we made it for twenty five straight seasons. Uh, it, it sucks to see um, your team. This team, though, in my opinion, we have two more games left to the All-Star break. They play Montreal tomorrow night at 7 Eastern time. And then they play the Islanders Saturday? Friday. They play Islanders Friday at 7 Eastern time. Um, we'll see how that comes out. I'm whether I think they at least need to win one of them. They need to get get one one of those, go two and two in the last four. I would love, 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 love to see them win both those games and go three and one in the last four. Go in to the all-star break with momentum. Get in there, go in there with momentum, get your rest and those 10 days off and come back out in the second half of the season and play some good hockey and fight your way into the playoffs. Uh, it, it's it's going to take it's going to take a lot, but this team, as long as they stay healthy, which another thing had not happened this season, have not stayed healthy, been very tough on the team. Tyler Bertuzzi has been hurt so much. Um, Larkin's been hurt. Huso's been hurt. You name it, they've probably been hurt this season, and it, it's killed us. But – what do you do? Injuries are part of the game. Sometimes, though, it seems like it's only my teams that decide that they that the sports gods are going to give injuries to. It seems sometimes, um, but it, it it is what it is. Uh, the Red Wings, though, like I said, it we'll see how it goes. Like I said, this team is sitting where it was about this time last season. Can it flip from where it was this time last season and flip it in the second half? To, season and win and make it to the playoffs for the first time in seven years. We'll, uh, we'll see how that one goes and 
see if they can pull it off. Um, for the next topic, guys, um, I'm going to hold off on like America Park real quick. This is kind of a question for y'all. Um, send them in to message us, reply to us, whatever you got to do. Let us know what you think about this. Um, a lot of a lot of places, like on Twitter, uh, some news sources. Uh, I was reading it today. Um, Demar Hamlin. Uh, yeah, everyone knows about the Demar the Demar. Hamlin story, and there, there's, I swear there's conspiracy theories about everything, every possible thing that there can even become a conspiracy about, there's a conspiracy. A lot of people out here saying, oh, that, that DeMar Hamlin's not, wasn't actually at the game, that wasn't DeMar Hamlin at the game against the Bengals on Saturday or Sunday, whatever day it was, Sunday, um, that that wasn't DeMar Hamlin at the game. Couldn't see his face. Couldn't see him when they showed him on the TV or on the Jumbotron. Um, like, I, come on, guys. What do you think happened? Do you think he's dead? I did because I don't. This this has got to be one of one of the most funny things that I've I've seen. Um, let me let me find this video real quick. It's just it's a joke to me. Like. He, he guys he he's not dead like that was that was him Josh Allen um even even said that like that that that's a joke guys right um uh let me I can pull it up, guys. I want to show this video of uh, Josh Allen's asked about it, and it says, "Dude, in everything he says, it's true." He's on a podcast um, about it, and <laughs> it's got to be one of the funniest, the funniest conspiracies I've seen in a while. Uh, he was in, he was in, he was in the locker room beforehand. Of course, I can't find the video now. Um, Check it out. The Josh Allen's on. Uh, uh, what's it called? Kyle Brandit's basement. No, oh, here I got the video. Hang on one second, guys. Not me, but uh, like it, 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 it's got to be one of the biggest jokes there is, right? Jamal Hamlin. That was him. There's pictures of him. Plenty of pictures of where he actually has his face down. He's there. It wasn't a stunt double. I don't think the NFL would be lying to us that DeMar Hamlin didn't make it, didn't survive. Get over yourselves. Respect the fact that this man is honestly still going through a lot. Don't don't play bullshit conspiracy theories about it because you're hurting other people at that point. 
So get over yourselves. Let's. Mm, I don't know. It kind of just made me mad now that I think about it. Um, let me pull this up real quick. Uh, here, here's the Josh Allen commenting on it. It's funny. Um, New York Post and other outlets are running stories about a DeMar Hamlin conspiracy theory in which people are suggesting that he was not at the game on Sunday and that it was some sort of body double conspiracy cover-up that goes on and on and on into the tinfoil hat territory. Would you like to debunk that conspiracy theory or maybe confirm it? Yeah, that's that's stupid. Um <laughs> That you said, main like there's mainstream media outlets pushing this. There's mainstream media outlets. There's people with like really legitimate heavy followings who are saying the fix is in. Um, that was not Demar. His face was covered. He had sunglasses. He had a hat. When they went to him on CBS, you couldn't see him. And that there's this next level conspiracy that that was actually not Demar Hamlin at the game. They're saying it. One, that's that's Demar swag. That's what he like. He works wearing that. Um, two, he was in the locker room with us pregame so yes that was damar um <laughs> as far as the whole cloning deal uh i know that i Such saw a DeMar joke, guys like, like hashtag clone or something yeah. playing into it which i think is funny but um you can tell that he's he's flabbergasted like, yeah, he's like surprised and shocked by it also fish. it's pretty big so i don't know what to say yes. <laughs> okay so you, you you don't think that you were yeah. duped by fake damar in the locker room when you saw him let's just get that out there I don't think so. If it is, who knows? But that's my guy. Are he you was, suggesting there's maybe a chance it was? No, there's absolutely <laughs> zero chance. There's absolutely zero chance. That's okay. Good. Demar Hamlin. That's our guy. That's uh, our brother. He was with us pregame, postgame. He was up in the suite with his family, his little brother, 100%. So people need to stop. I got it. Stop. All right, guys. I mean, yeah, I get it. You could say, oh, Josh Allen's just, just covering. He was told that he has to cover. Guys, I'm, I'm pretty sure Josh Allen, someone wouldn't cover for a teammate actually being dead. And I'm pretty sure no one on the Buffalo Bills would either. Uh, I, I mean, I, anyone who believes otherwise that that wasn't Josh, that that wasn't DeMar Allen. Wow. DeMar Hamlin. Get off your high hoist. Have have a good night. Um, get over it. It was him. Stop thinking. Of, why wouldn't you want it to be him? That's that, that's my main question. But uh, I mean, I'll ask you guys. Go ahead and reply to us. Let us know on comments, Facebook, Twitter, um, anything really. DM. Feel free. Um, let us know if you all think otherwise. It. it, it but to me, it was him. I, I wouldn't hope any other way that it wasn't him. I wouldn't want it to be any other way. Uh, so it was, it was it was a good thing that we that he was able to make a full recovery. Uh, I know he still has a long way to go, as from what we've heard, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see how how that goes. I mean, I, but he's on the right track, right on the right road, especially if he's at a football game. Well, supposedly at a football game, as people want to say. Uh, Sunday afternoon. 
but um, we'll get over that for a little bit and move on to, like I said, a little bit older news. Uh, came out back in uh, early Jan, um, early January. I think like a week or two ago, um, they announced Tigers, uh, Detroit Tigers announced that they're going to adjust their outfield dimensions. Um, Comerica Park, as we all know, is massive, 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 massive. Um, biggest, deepest center field in all baseball at 422 feet. Um, So here, here's the adjustments they're going to be making, guys. Uh, and this is all coming off. They, they, they garnered all this off feedback from fans, players, front office stakeholders, um, people that, I guess, probably fans would say fans. They mean season ticket holders, in my opinion. Because um, why can't I ever be picked for one of these so-called uh, surveys? Uh, so the center field fence is going to be moved in 10 feet closer to, to make it 412 feet. Um, center field wall is going to be lowered uh, eight and a half from eight and a half feet to seven foot. So lowering all the fences, right field, uh, right center wall. So that massive wall and right center uh, kind of out by where uh, all the names are. Uh, been retired, things like that. Um, right center wall is going to be lowered from 13 feet to seven foot. And then the right field wall is going to be lowered from eight and a half foot to seven foot. So pretty much going seven foot all the way around the ballpark, seven foot walls all the way around the ballpark. going to make it easier to hit it out, I guess. Um, the benefits of this, there's a few. You're going to, you're, you're going to reward hitters. I guess baseball, you're going to maintain the, I guess, okay, hang on. So like I said, you're going to reward hitters. You're going to maintain a high number of extra base hits on balls and playing gap. Uh, I, I mean, it's going to keep the game more exciting. I get it. Um, but I think that was the best part about Comerica Park. And again, it, it it definitely could be hurting us because I mean, that could be why no one wants to come play it in Detroit. I mean, yeah, I get it. Detroit sucks right now, has for five years, which I'm oh god, every team in Detroit sucks, and it makes me mad. It makes it hurts my heart. Uh but uh, I think that could be another reason is to get more maybe free agents potentially want to come play here because I have a better chance to hit home runs. Um, I, I guess, like I said, I, I'm kind of torn between it, uh, just because I was a huge fan of the uniqueness that was Comerica Park, having the 422 foot center field wall, that big outfield, um, that big wall out there in right center. Because so their right center field wall would make some nasty plays. Um, ricochets, things like that. 
I mean, again, let us, like I said, comment, like, comment, retweet, whatever. Let us know what y'all think about this. I mean, I know it's been, so this has been out for about a week and a half, two weeks now. Um, we'll see. I said this is supposed to be done by this opening day of 2023, which I believe is March 30th is opening day this season. Um, I, I would love... We'll see how it goes. Like I said, I would love to love to keep the old Comerica Park like it was. Um, Pitcher-friendly park. But yeah, games got kind of boring sometimes there. Um, I, I can't imagine, though, if they would have done this originally. Is How many more home runs would Miguel Cabrera have? Uh, this is... It, it's, it'd be interesting to actually see and I think somebody out there did the math and like took a lot of time to go through and find out what balls that would have been home runs that weren't because of it. Um, but let us know, guys. Did you think America Park was really too big? Or do you think this is a money plan to get people to come back to the ballpark because we suck? Um, <laughs> let us know what y'all think. Like, please uh, respond. Let us know. Uh, what y'all think about it? Um, whether y'all like the like the opportunity, uh, the changes, anything like that. But uh, yeah, I think that's really all I got tonight. Like I said, it's it was gonna be a quicker show tonight. I talked a little bit longer, I think, than I probably should have on a few things. But that's okay. That's why it's a podcast. And if y'all don't like it, I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, it's a uh, it happens sometimes. Like I said, me and Taller go off on rants all the time. If I'm by myself, I'm going to go off a rant and no one can stop me if he's not here. So uh, we'll see. Guys, go follow us on our social media, Facebook. Uh, it's Tall and Taller, Tech TNT. Go follow us on Twitter, at Tall and Taller 11. Um, go follow us on TikTok, at Tall and Taller 44. YouTube, at Tall and Taller 528. We can also be found on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, and I'm still trying to get it on uh, Apple and Autumn, I think. Uh, I, I just haven't had the time to get it on there, guys. I'm sorry. Um, but please check us out. Um, again, we're we're pretty much anywhere you can find us. Find social media other than Instagram. We are not on Instagram. I check or Snapchat. Um, anywhere really though other than those two places we're there um so please go check us out share with your friends and family guys and again remember this saturday for the show um gonna be a longer show with all the news that we're gonna be covering and again remember when we run a promotion so please guys tune in and find out what the promotion is so you can find a chance to maybe win something maybe uh come on the podcast something like that guys so please check it out Saturday. Please check out this episode. Share with your friends and family. Let them know about the promotion. And uh, yeah, guys, that's all I got for the night. Uh, as always, go blue. Uh, and we'll see you all Saturday. Have a great night.